0: Greetings, listeners. It's Dr. Dawn. And for the next 30 minutes, I want to impact your opinion about love and money in a modern world, a world in which women have more education, power, and influence than ever before in the history of the world. We are living at the intersection of love and money, but which one will we choose and how will it affect our relationships and the way we love? Thank you for listening to She Makes More podcast. Let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Don here with episode ten of She Makes More podcast. And if you joined me last week for episode nine, we began discussing the pearls and pitfalls of forming new relationships as a woman who identifies as a high earner, successful, accomplished woman. As we have success on the dating scene and we meet a nice guy and we feel like things are going well, we have to just assess a few things to determine, is he the right kind of guy for me? Is he going to fit into the kind of life or relationship or marriage that I'm likely to have as a high earning woman, find the unique ways that we need to assess and the pitfalls that we need to avoid and the pearls that we need to lean into. So let's continue the discussion. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is potential versus promise, potential versus promise when it comes to assessing that new guy who you're getting along really well with And you're deciding, do you want to move toward a long-term relationship? So when it comes to skills or a man's place in the workforce and in career, there is a danger in choosing a mate based on potential, okay, versus promise, all right? Potential is someone who is still formulating his ideal career path, okay? He's not where he wants to be it happens all the time right there's many of us who are still quote unquote not where we want to be in our lives so if you meet a guy who's in that space he's still formulating his ideal path toward uh his career goals endeavors but he has big dreams right he's got big dreams and he shares them all the time he's excited about it so for us as women, a lot of times we will also get very excited about those ideas. We begin to see his vision as though we can also just reach out and touch it. The vision that he's painting for us for all the things that he wants to do, the endeavors that he wants to accomplish. So the nurturer and caregiver side of us wants to be his biggest cheerleader, right that's kind of our natural instinct sometimes is to be that cheerleader to get behind those big dreams and ideas and also sometimes you know we want to be able to enjoy the fruits of of his next big endeavor right we want to enjoy the fruits of his labor and whatever that next big endeavor is, he wants to be congressman he wants to be you know this big business partner for this particular idea that he has or He's going to need that you know, first lady. He's going to need that business partner. So we're looking at the pie in the sky vision and future that he's telling us about. And we want to see ourselves aligned with that. Like, oh, wow, you know, I would love to be the wife of a congressman, right? <laughs> all the cool parties that you'll get invited to and all that sort of stuff, the people that you'll be hobnobbing with in the city. But before we drink that Kool-Aid... <laughs> and deem him as a quote-unquote good choice based on those dreams and visions, we have to step back and assess some things first, right? Is he showing us simply potential or is he showing us actual promise, okay? So we have a world, we have a planet that is full of people with quote-unquote potential, right? (laughs) We saw people in high school that have potential and in college and in the neighborhood and in the community, but it never quite panned out, it never came to fruition. And that potential just goes untapped, right? It never gets utilized, it never gets brought out into the world. So to say someone has potential, well, potential is a dime a dozen. People end up wasting their potential in dead end jobs. They end up, you know, kind of. Falling into a lackluster sort of a lifestyle. Either they never really tried or they tried and they failed. They never tried again. There's so many ways that someone's potential can go untapped. But a man with promise, on the other hand, is going to have some receipts. Okay. He is going to have some evidence of both a plan and some regular progress toward that goal or dream plan and some progress is uh, is the evidence that you will see in a man who has actual promise. A man, for instance, if you're a younger woman and you meet a guy and he says, oh, I want to be a Supreme Court judge, right? Well, he's still in college. First, he's got to get into law school first, right? Well, you're going to see evidence of that, right? He needs to obviously fill out the application for law school. He needs to take The LSAT exam, which is the entrance exam. He's got to get recommendations, fill out his applications, and he needs to get his transcript from college. You know, if he graduated from college 10 years ago, he's got to go back and get the transcript and all those things, right? So there are steps that he has to take in order to get accepted into law school. Is he showing those sorts of receipts? Um, also if a man wants to venture out into something in the entrepreneur realm, well, he needs a business entity. He needs a business name. He needs potentially a website or landing page. He needs an e-commerce platform. He needs some marketing strategies or some sort of a plan of how he's going to get his product out into the world, right? So those are the types of evidence that you're going to see in a man who is about to start building a business. So, so he's he doesn't just have an idea, but he has a plan and he's putting that plan into action. And there are incremental forms of progress that he's making. However, on the other hand, a man that has a dream with no consistent evidence or forward progress is a man with a dream, right? And sometimes when men see us as successful, men see us as accomplished, they want to come to us and they want to kind of inflate what they're about or what they have going on or what they potentially will have going on because maybe they're just trying to match wits with us, right? Maybe they they want to inflate their importance a little bit because they feel like they want to, to seem like they measure up. So again, a man with a dream with no evidence of progress it's possible that he is just kind of being a peacock, you know, he's posturing himself to get your attention if he's attracted to you, but he's not actually moving toward that goal. So if we meet someone who is excited about a future dream or goal, and that's all he talks about and, oh, this is going to be his future. And in five years, he's going to be doing this, this, and this then you can begin to just ask, you know, gentle yet probing questions, okay? So gentle means you're not going to you're not going to be like interrogating him, right? Nobody likes that sort of energy. But you can ask gentle questions where you're still getting the answers that you need to assess, "Hey, where are you on this journey? Is it just in the idea stage? Have you laid any bricks or left any breadcrumbs or anything like that?" And then you can begin to ask about what is the plan of action that he has in place, or uh, what steps does he plan to pursue. And if you have certain connections or resources in your wheelhouse that are in that particular realm or industry, you now this is a fine time to potentially offer up, "Hey, I can align you with this person or this group, and see if he takes you up on it." Right? If he's willing to meet people, get out there, network then yeah, he may be serious about it. If he constantly refuses that sort of a help, well, that may also be a red flag that he's not very serious because he's not willing to have, he hasn't done the work to be able to have those conversations with people that are really out there in the world doing whatever that is. And then as you guys begin to have more conversations and he opens up more about it, then you can get a little bit more clarity about what are his exact next steps. Like what does he plan to, Achieve by this time next week or by this time next month, and then just you know, keep an eye on it. Is he actually following through on whatever that action was or whatever that step that he wanted to take? Because if he cannot show again any real steps or proof that he's thought through this process of where he wants to be in a week or in a few months or in a year, then it's like I say, he's probably selling you a pipe dream to win you over. So don't fall for that. Because if you're not seeing the evidence, then you have to assess him for who he is today and just make the assumption that this is not going to change. This is who he is, whatever he's doing in his career or job, wherever status he is, that's where he's going to be. And if he surprises you and actually follows through on creating something amazing, well, that's fantastic. But if he doesn't, then you won't be disappointed and deflated because you put all your hopes and dreams into this person he was going to become when you need to just assess and be accepting to the man that he is today and see if that works for you as far as a long-term relationship. Okay. So that's the importance of potential versus promise. You want to see the promise. You want to see the receipts, a plan, and incremental progress. So the next thing that we have to be aware of as women who are successful and accomplished is that we need, oftentimes need, an emotional cheerleader in our relationships and in our marriages, okay? Female breadwinners, high-earning, high-income women need emotional support. I learned this when I was writing my first book, It's called, She Makes More Inside the Minds of Female Breadwinners. This was a book that I wrote when I was still married. I was in my own storm. I didn't have a support system. And I wrote this to be a support system for other women in this circumstance. And through those interviews with women who were in marriages and they were the higher earner, it became very apparent that we need emotional support. It's very, very important for our well-being as women breadwinners. So the man that we are assessing, is he willing to be an emotional cheerleader for us when we need it? Okay. Does he have the characteristics of kindness and respect for us as women, as partners in a marriage, as opposed to um, taking on a more subservient position? Because All of us may not be able to deal with that for the long term. So is he willing to see us as partners, which is a show of respect for us, right? Respect for um, our intelligence and our value and what we bring to the marriage and relationship and the union. And does he have emotional intelligence to understand what our needs are? So because we wear so many hats as career women, we're mothers, we're wives, we are active in the community. We have a lot of things pulling on us. And so a lot of times we need our man to understand that we need a safe space to lick our wounds, to show that soft underbelly when the world beats us up, okay? Because we're out here in the world functioning in a very, many times a very masculine persona or capacity on a on a regular basis. And so we need a man who understands how important it is for us to be able to cry on his shoulder and again have that safe space in his arms if we are a doctor and we we lose a patient if we are an attorney and we lose a trial if we are a ceo and we lose a big client right those are bad days for us those are bad experiences for us and we just need that man who understands we need to be able to cry on his shoulder versus the man who is has jealous energy There's constant friction, there's competition. When we come home, that is not the kind of energy that we need. So we have to begin to assess, does he have the awareness and insight to be there for us emotionally when these things happen in our careers and in our lives? Is he secure enough? right? Because sometimes if a man is insecure and he feels threatened by you on a regular basis, then he's not going to be in our corner, right? He's not going to be that cheerleader or support system because he sees you as a threat. He sees you as competition. So is he able to not only admit the value that we bring to the union and to the family and the commitment that we show and to the community, but is he able to appreciate that, that we're doing, okay? Because some men, they may not appreciate everything that we're doing. And again, they see it as a threat. They see it as, oh, you need to stay in your place. You're doing too much. We need to ask ourselves, can he even appreciate what we are about? Does he recognize the sacrifices that we are making for the family? If it is a family sort of structure, does he recognize recognize the sacrifices or does he see it as You're doing too much. You need to be home more. You're overstepping and outstepping your bounds as a wife, as a mother. So can he recognize that we are making sacrifices as the breadwinner by going out and doing whatever it is that we do to make the income for the family? And just can he see us for who we really are without needing to dumb ourselves down, right? We are powerhouses. We are intelligent. We are problem solvers, right? So does he see us for who we really are or does he expect us to go back into the box of who he thinks we should be as the more traditional wife? Or can he appreciate us for all the splendor that we bring to our families, to the community and to the world? So just try to take an assessment of this new guy and see, can he check some of those boxes? Is he emotionally intelligent? Does he see us and appreciate us for who we really are? Can he accept us versus seeing us as a threat? So these traits will help keep our relationship strong and lasting, but we have to take that assessment up front and make sure we're, we are making the right choice when it comes to a long-term mate. So a next very important topic that we must address as successful women is the leadership lane. Okay. The leadership lane. I've talked about this on season one, but the leadership lane is making sure that we are communicating and we are having some introspection and awareness into what sort of leadership we respond to in a relationship or marriage. Okay. So there's the urban myth that the female breadwinner, the successful woman, that she wants to wear the pants in the relationship, okay? When the the more accurate assessment should be that we don't necessarily want to wear the pants, but we are very capable and very qualified to wear the pants if there is no solid leadership in the home or in the relationship, okay? So we may not desire to wear the pants, but we darn sure can do it well if there is no leadership in our guy. Okay. So let's make sure that our guy understands the kind of leadership that we respond to the most. Is he willing to walk in those shoes? Is he willing to fill that space in our lives? And so as that educated, accomplished woman, we have seen way more leaders potentially than our mothers or grandmothers or great-grandmothers because we've been in schooling for a long time and Then we went to graduate school, potentially, and then we went into the workforce and, you know, the career preparedness and the certifications and the degrees and all this. And the whole time we've been operating under leaders in different, all different capacities during this journey. So we've seen and worked under many, many, many leaders in our lives by the time we are, you know, in our early thirties, if you will. So we have higher expectations of what leadership is in a marriage and in a relationship. So we operate as leaders all day anyway, right? And we're good at it. So whatever that career is that's bringing you that higher income, you are a leader. You're a doctor calling the shots. You're an attorney calling the shots. You're a CEO. You're an entrepreneur. You're a police chief. All of these things, you're calling the shots, okay? You're a dentist, you're in finance, and you're in marketing and sales, and you are displaying leadership quality all day, every day, and you do it well. So when we wanna come home and take off that crown, sometimes take off that armor, we want our God to be able to step up and be a leader in the home. Most of us, not all of us, but in my experience, I would say most of us desire Our guy to have leadership qualities that we are able to follow when we want to take that crown off. So, we want a man whose leadership and whose plan for the relationship and for the family we can respect, we can co sign, and we can follow. We have to ask ourselves Does he show personality traits that we can respect? We shouldn't ignore or marginalize or uh, sweep under the rug. Certain personality traits that we just can't even respect in a person. Okay, so we certainly don't want to have a leader for our home and for our family who regularly displays personality traits that we don't respect. So whether that's somebody who is very argumentative, very rude, very judgmental, or uh, quick-tempered, somebody who is maybe an atheist and or agnostic, and you are a very spiritual faith-based son sort of a woman right so those these are things that these are core values that are not in alignment from the get-go you guys may laugh and you may get along well and you can go bowling into the movies and the conversation is great whatever but if he shows certain traits that we don't respect how can we then fall in line if he becomes the leader in our home it's gonna be a challenge and we have to face that and be honest with ourselves head on about that. Also, we have to assess, we have to engage in some introspection to say, what kind of leadership style do I respect and respond to? So again, a woman who is very spiritual or faith-based is probably going to place a high level of importance on a man who is also spiritual and faith-based in order to lead the family. Another woman may want a man who is financially intelligent, meaning it doesn't matter how much he makes, but together he knows how to help our uh, the pot of money that we have in our home to grow to higher heights through investments and building wealth. So she may want that sort of a leader. Another woman may highly value a man who's good with his hands, but he can keep our home up and running. He can fix this and he can fix that. And she places a high level of value on a man who can fix things and keep our home up and running in tip-top shape. Others may want a man who knows how to sacrifice for the family. So he's willing to take less in order for our family to have more moving forward. And he knows how to be that example for us and for the kids, you know, eating the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh, foregoing the Starbucks, if you guys are working toward getting a, a house or putting some money away for the kids. So he knows how to show leadership through his actions and he's willing to sacrifice. So whatever it is, whatever leadership qualities and traits, and there are, are of course a plethora of them, whichever ones work best for you, then you want to begin to share those very explicitly with him because Sometimes we expect our men to read our minds, but they really can't read our minds, (laughs) okay? And so something like this is super duper important. So we need to be explicit about it, to say these are the type of traits that I value the most, that I would most easily be able to fall in line and follow if I had a mate who displayed these sorts of traits and qualities. And then he can decide, does he want to embody some of those traits or does he not? and then just continue to have open communication about how was he taught to lead like what sort of leadership did he see in his home you know from his dad or father figure what did that look like because sometimes our men if they didn't have a father figure around they may need quite a bit of remediation if you will meaning they've not seen that father figure so they're not quite sure what that leadership looks like from a man in the home because he didn't have it. So we need to know that because now that means it's something that we just have to be aware of and begin to work on. And again, is he willing to embody some of the characteristics that you need to see in a leader? Because at the end of the day, most men would be thrilled to be the leaders in their home and for their woman to not only support them and their ideas and plans, but to you know to really respect their opinion, respect their judgment. I think most for most men that is a desire in a relationship and in a marriage so in order for him to get that respect in order for him to have us fall in line and support his ideas and plans, uh we have to just be on the same page, and that is gonna require some gentle constructive conversation so. These are very, very unique nuances that we as successful women breadwinners need to just be aware of. So, you know, As we consider moving toward a long-term relationship with someone, is this the type of guy that, that I'm likely to have a successful relationship or not? And so between episode nine and this episode, I, I hope I've given you A few things to think about as we are, again, assessing this new guy that we've met. I hope that it will be beneficial to you. I hope that all of you are utilizing the information on season two to have more successful dating experiences. And next time I am going to be talking about sex, baby, sex. (laughs) I am talking about sex next episode and what the men in the men's tent think about sex, how soon, when to do it, when not to do it, when you're dating and all of those good things. It's important information that we need to know. I am She Makes More on Instagram and Facebook. My private Facebook group is called She Makes More Nation. All you have to do is go into groups on Facebook and just search She Makes More Nation. You answer a few questions, get into the group. I post things that are about love, life, relationships, health, finance, things that we need to know about as successful women in today's world. If you are enjoying this podcast, please leave me a review on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to share this podcast with the boss babes in your life because we're all in this together. My goal is to help us have honest, constructive conversations about women women breadwinner relationships, how to keep them strong, how to keep them surviving and how to keep them thriving. So I am Dr. Dawn. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.